so um, I was really appreciating um, being able to meet with some of you today and yesterday and I look forward to seeing others tomorrow and how uh, so I've been away for a little while a few weeks and coming back in and feeling and hearing from you this uh, beautiful practice uh, just kind of the, hmm, present in your presence kind of palpable sort of shining shining sometimes maybe in you so uh, wonderful and inspiring you know when you share about sort of your experience and your intentions and uh, yeah, something difficult was really um, yeah so feel so touched and and privileged and honored to be able to uh, yeah hear a little about your practice and um, I thought because so many people have just recently arrived um, I wanted to use the opportunity this evening to consider a bit a fairly simple series of reflections would be themes that you're very familiar with that are often offered for us to consider at the beginning of a period of practice and I so the sense of arriving and settling and actually what helps with that and of course during a longer retreat it's this the same question can arise why am I here what was all this about <laughs> and the sense of sort of being you know sort of thrown off the horse or something like getting back on so even for those who've been here for a while hopefully some of this just some helpful reminders but also very much this evening offered with the spirit of really inviting you to listen in that grounded spacious way where you feel really free to just let it float in one air and out the other and uh, and then feel free to to pick up on and reflect on anything um, you know that might might feel helpful to consider further. Um, so I think a lot of a lot of what I I, I want to express is is about uh, is about welcome. And um, so I was uh, kind of touching on a bit yesterday morning the sense of uh, how how do we how do we learn to um, receive welcome, to offer it, you know, here and in our lives and in the world? I think it's such a sort of powerful, perhaps for manifestation or facet of metta, of goodwill. And something about arriving, and especially for some of you perhaps who are new um, here, it's like, oh, you know, am I really welcome? Or, you know, uh, I don't know... Um, <laughs> They all look like they've been here a hundred years and kind <laughs> of know what they're doing. Maybe, maybe not. <laughs> and how and how to to know that we're welcome. And I, I think sometimes maybe you hear a little of each other's practice if you go to the discussion group or you get a sense of people. But just this sense of of um, can we extend a sense of welcome to each other? 
in a very simple way. We're really making space for all of us in a way to have our own retreat. And yet we're also here together. So I think that's... Uh, and, and as you, you are, some of you are discovering, or some of you already know well, that this practice space of the Forest Refuge offers this wonderful uh, opportunity for exploring and experimenting, you know, the together, the alone, the in your room, the in the hall, you know, to see, to, to feel free to, to explore what is actually supportive of your practice. It's very, yeah, for some of you this is different, maybe a little disorientating of the experience of a group retreat where, you know, there's so much more structure that you're sort of given and here you must have to find it or uh, experiment or you know, feel a bit lost and then, you know, make a structure for yourself and then get really tight around that and then say, wait a minute, what's there's got to be some middle way here somewhere. <laughs> um, so it's really... To me, part of the welcome here is welcome to the experimental laboratory, you know, practice. Or, you know, welcome to a space where um, you can, there's really space for you to, to explore, to experiment, you know, to find out, maybe a little bit of trial and error. Um, and I think so many of us, you know, even if we've been practicing for many years, uh, which many of us have, I think there can still be, I don't know if you feel something coming into a time of retreat where you, 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 some of what the turbulence is, is, is around, or oh, what am I doing? And what am I, why am I here? And, and some kind of noise around what I did before, or what I ought to be doing, or what somebody really important said I should be doing. <laughs> and how, I guess the first theme I really want to touch on is this theme of, of reflection, of, of, uh, listening to um, maybe the deeper sense of of, of calling uh, in a, in our hearts, or have you want to understand that um, of of what we what uh, yeah what is what we're drawn to, or what's kind of kind of a like you probably wouldn't be here if you didn't have a pretty deep sense of interest in practice. <laughs> But how in our lives, and even maybe in a day here, we can be a bit swept away with, you know, events and 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 thoughts and and interactions and you know, overwhelm of all oh, its multifaceted forms, <laughs> and and lose touch with something that, like some of you mentioned, sometimes you know you just come in the door here and something in you goes, oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> I remember. Yeah. Oh, something we uh, remember about what we most deeply value, what we most deeply long for, what we most deeply maybe actually know, you know, and keep forgetting. And something that maybe if someone else asked us, we couldn't necessarily put it into words, but we can really know it this sense of, of kind of, in a way, why we're here. Or sometimes I think this as a reflection, or maybe it's just an ongoing thread of, the, of, of retreat practice or any practice, is um, that kind of um, like intuitive sense of being led, or there's something like I remember, half-remembered, intuited, whiff, you know, a whiff, a sniff of, oh, yeah, that 
that we don't quite fully, um, it's not fully known. And that's because it's onward leading. It's because it is actually, is something a little beyond, or maybe a lot beyond kind of where we are. And yet we can sense it's like something in us, you know, like, I don't know, kind of a dog, you know, they have this amazing sense of smell. Maybe we're a bit like that with, uh, with the Dharma. It's like, oh, you know. Or we, we, we sense a, a real, it's like a real sense of possibility, of depth, of, of healing, of whatever, whatever that is. You know, it may not be, again, specific words. So I feel like sometimes at the beginning of a retreat, rather than like leaping in and saying, yes, I'm this, I'm doing this, I'm, the, I'm this kind of meditator and I do this. <laughs> you know, some of that may be helpful, but also to make some space, make some room for, oh, yeah, I'm breathing in and out and I'm arriving and maybe I can actually be available for some guidance from in here about what, what, about, yeah, about where I'm being led. So you may have your own very clear purposes, you know, or, uh, clear sense of direction or focus or goal and that's but just if if uh, maybe sometimes helpful to reflect or to leave some some space or um yeah question uh and how that might intersect then with these uh teachings and practices from the buddha and then maybe there can be a wonderful alchemy between our own if you like, somewhat unique uh, being, and uh, you know, and these these teachings and these practices, and then they can they can there can be an alchemy, which includes somehow uh, uh, the breadth and depth of 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 yeah this 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 being, and uh, sort of widen to include a sense of the the teachings and the practices in a way that doesn't feel separate you know there isn't this great big gap between me over here and the mindfulness over there or <laughs> you know there's that kind of those sort of gaps that can can happen and i think being in touch with a more authentic kind of like yeah well what what, what, what am i interested in really it's like hmm that that can really help somehow to for the teachings to, uh, yeah, kind of meet us where we're actually at. Uh, anyway, so that's the first sort of reflection invitation. Um, and uh, one of one of my our teachers, um, Catherine McGee, she would she would often ask, she still asks, what brings you here? What brings you here? So, if you, yeah, you could take that with you, reflect a little, uh, if you wish. What brings you here? So the second theme I'd like to lift up for us, again in terms of perhaps considering what helps us to uh, more deeply enter a time of retreat, a time of, kind of 
dedicated practice such as this. And that also is uh, potentially uh, an ongoing resource and really, uh, yeah, mm, transformative uh, element or ingredient in our in our practice, and that's the the practice of uh, mm, refuge, taking refuge, or going for refuge, and the traditional one that we chant, the Buddha, the Dharma, and the Sangha. Um, but what it really you. you some of you probably have a very strong sense of refuge and what that means for you and how you access that. But I think for some of us, it's it can feel more mm, obscure or what does that mean? And so I hope that, again, it's potentially perhaps an area, theme, if you wish, sort of like, what, what does that mean for me? What do I want to take refuge in? Or what, what does it mean to take refuge in the Buddha? Or awakening or awareness which is a way I've learned to sometimes like practice with that something about that refuge which which you know and the Buddha's pointing to and encouraging his followers near the end of his life to be a refuge unto themselves and then goes on to explain how you do that is you practice mindfulness so it's inner. It's like in our presence, in in the know, in in the knowing. And so that sense of refuge here and now in our own presence, you know, and how how uh, yeah, just on a on a to, you know regularly mm, reflect on that, perceive that, feel that, so that then it becomes more and more a sense of there is there is an inner refuge and and we can we can turn to it you know and 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 of course this is a great theme in all of our practices our strong tendency to find or seek seek refuge in that which cannot provide it which really ends up being everything doesn't it really because <laughs> everything passes so sooner or later, whatever it is is going to go. Uh, or yeah. So I don't know. I'm laughing about that. Really, it's that's like, oh dear, <laughs> you know. And 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 I know some of you express that at times. Life really, really like kind of gives us a bit of a you know one of those with oh you know aging, sickness, death of loved ones, or you know where that sort of like, oh, that really is everything, you know. Oh. And then we go back to being deluded again <laughs> for a while and something else. And so this, this you know, sense of, of, of wow, well, what would it, what would it be to, to really find a refuge which is more, like, really totally portable, maybe even with us as we're dying or we're with a loved one who's dying? Well, what's that kind of refuge? Isn't that worth finding, worth turning to, worth un, you know, understanding? Worth, yeah. So just again, it's just an invitation to reflect, really. Um, yeah, and and uh, Dharma, Dharma, the teachings, the practices, you know, um, the way things are. 
the truth of things, the truth of what's happening now, this, refuge in this, you know, this. So knowing this together, Sangha, it's my little potted refuge for the evening. Um, knowing this together. Yeah, that's, so the, 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 the Dharma as that uh, learning to uh, uh, turn to, to, to open to uh, the truth of things, which obviously is continual on, on, uh, continually unfolding. So, so much to do with uh, the, the seeing the uh, uh, impermanence and change and finding our refuge somehow miraculously sort of with that or in that. And then the together part, the sangha, the, you know, however, again, how does that connect for you? This sense of, of here, you know, how um, we have a wonderful opportunity in a way to, to, to have both in a way, the sense of being on our own and kind of, you know, doing our own thing, so following our own bliss or whatever, you know. And we're together, we have this support. It's not quite the same as being in a shed on your own in the forest, is it? You're not doing that, you know, right? You're here with people, <laughs> with other practitioners. And, uh, you know, even though we're not, you know, interacting, we're not... You know, we're giving each other this wonderful gift of, of the space and non-intrusion and so on. It's definitely that sense of um, together. And, and so much again and again in, in, in the Buddhist teachings, and I don't know, probably you, you know this from your own experience and reflection, that really, would there be any practice without other people? I mean, I think the answer is no. <laughs> In all, at all sorts of levels. Like, every, everything that we've learned, where's that come from? I know, people. <laughs> and it's, um, yeah, the support of other people on a material level, or the support of other people on an emotional level, support of other people in... Yeah, so many, so many ways, past and present, our lineage of practitioners going back to the Buddha. It's just so wonderful reflection. But again, as so often the case in, 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 in Dharma practice, can we, can we translate it so that it actually um, it means something to us? That we kind of, you know, and, and I think that can, that can take, that can take time and, uh, yeah, so so that's the second reflection. It's taking taking refuge, going for refuge as a support, a key support to our practice. And so the third one um, is um, the precepts that we chanted together. And um, again, just briefly, I think particularly want to highlight that sense of how um, how our commitment to this and our recommitment is such a support to others, to ourself, to having any kind of chance to, to practice. Like the way it's underpinning 
uh, just having the opportunity to be together and to practice. And that it's it's a sense of, in a way, a very simple way of giving a giving a gift and receiving a gift the gift of safety you know, non-harming I will not harm you I make that commitment I will not harm myself it's kind of so that's sometimes the way I it's like a it's like a commitment and how you know so many places and situations in the world probably in our experience you know this is not this is not present this is not happening there's a lot of un- unsafety and aggression and violence and it's not inevitable it requires our active participation and our and our restraint and um just something to enjoy i sometimes think it's like one of those things on retreat, you know, part of the simple pleasures, you know, of just this kind of relative safety, sense of, wow, there really is a field of care and respect here. There's something to enjoy. Yeah, enjoying. So not, 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 um, not agreeing, you know, agreeing with ourselves or agreeing with others to to not to not harm. And how I've always found this to be a very important support around actually being able to be more honest about rage, anger, criticism, irritation with myself and others. That actually, because I have this back this sort of foundational commitment I will not harm and I will not follow that through then somehow there's a safer space for that too yeah so maybe that yeah we can we can it's a support for us to to understand and to to uh, mm, do offer those sort of energies what they need or they're not, not, not taking, not stealing, no, not taking anything that's not freely offered, you know, and how, you know, the way, <laughs> the way re- restraint or a boundary like that, it's like, oh, but I just want, you know, I couldn't they just, you know, if they provided this, or I just need my, oh, well, I left that at home. <laughs> and this wonderful opportunity to see that, see that, you know, the act, this, the wanting mind. It's like, yeah, but I really need and I can't and, you know, and oh, poor little thing. And how we can uh, sort of learn so much about that, yeah, letting go, kind of being content with what's what's offered. So, yeah, the, the, the different ways that the precepts can support our practice, you know, support me, support you, support each other. And the the uh, willingness to make the commitment during the retreat not to act on sexual energy is also actually can open up space for, for yeah a kind of safe space for others, but also for that energy if it arises to kind of be to be met and known in a way that's really quite illuminating and freeing. It's like oh you know without without uh, yeah 
without having to, to follow it or repress it. And the, of course the, the speech precept, which is, I want to say a bit more about the silence uh, in a moment, but um, again, the, the way, how, how do we, yeah, maybe I'll just mention the fifth one and then I want to say a bit more about silence. So the, the refraining from taking intoxicants and how mm, this invitation to support ourselves, support our life by really learning more and more deeply and more and more, I feel like, continuously or inclusively, what does it really mean to care for this body and mind. Like, I'm not there yet. You know, that's something, I, I feel like sometimes that's a, an expression of an aspiration to, to, to extend care kind of completely through all of the, all of the moments, all of the ways that we are experiencing ourselves. Yeah, and how it's almost like the 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 lack of willingness to do that, or the lack of ability to do that. That's what that's when we we can't something we can't bear. So we reach out and we want something to. So, the precepts I think are such a strong uh, support to let this retreat, let this time here be about learning to care more and more deeply, more and more completely for ourselves, for others. And um, just, yeah, this is, this is an insight practice as well as a, a, a cultivation for our life. It's, 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 it's revealing. Okay, so, so the, the fourth reflection is just a little bit on silence. Um, and how uh, how how does the silence feel? And how, like someone was mentioning, you know, um, sometimes maybe here, coming in here or something, and it's like can feel a bit serious, and the silence can feel a bit like um, what is some? I think for me, there's sometimes there used to be this sort of boarding school thing, you know, of, of somehow be quiet and shut up and do what you're told. And so silence having this sort of say, oppressive kind of sense of being silenced or, yeah, somehow, somehow kind of you, you sort of, you have to not move, you have to not make, you know, you have to try and walk on this floor without making any sound. <laughs> Good luck. Just <laughs> once or twice, I've managed to make it to the pillar, and then so there must be some little roots where you know that doesn't happen. But it's it's like it, you know the, the silence is so lovely, but it's so it's much much more generous than we think, and it's much more strong and flexible, and it can hold the sound. And I think sometimes that just having that sense of the silence, like can we play, we could play a little bit with our perception of that, can we feel it and see it as, as supportive, as friendly, as, 
yeah, something we can breathe in and breathe out. Breathing in the silence, breathing out. Just, I know, that just came to me just now. Something really beautiful to be sort of taken care of. Something, uh, something mysterious to be explored. Like, what is silence? You know, is it just the absence of sound? <laughs> hmm. Some sound wanting to come in. Okay, come in, come in. Um, yeah, and... So, taking care of the silence, but also not being too precious around it. It's not, it's not fragile, it won't break. So just, just again, a reflection, maybe in terms of, of being here and, and, and feeling really welcome. And It's like, what's our relationship to the silence, or how are we seeing it, how we... How, how, we, how, how does it feel that's actually some way in which that's being constructed by our, our view of it? It's just something to, to look at if you want. I mean, I know for me, especially when I'm on retreat, anyway, it's different, different dukkha here, but dukkha over there, sometimes it's like, yeah, maybe it's more school stuff coming in and then just somehow there's the silence and everyone's sitting there and you're like, oh my God, I've got to do really well. I've got a, you know, something of that sort of comparing, you know, comparing and measuring either in inwardly or, um, you know, it's almost like what what the the calaces that come rushing in because there's that space, there's that silence. So it's also seeing maybe what, you know, what comes in, what comes in, is it friendly or or not? Hmm. Okay. So, I've just got a couple more. Um, simplifying. Simplifying. I mean, yeah, there's that sense of when you, you come on, you coming in, you're entering, and there's a letting go of a lot of usual activities, the places where you usually are, all of that. And the kind of um, maybe different ways that feels. You know, maybe it feels like a big relief and then it doesn't. Then it feels like, you know, something like I'm being deprived of something and all of these different things perhaps in relation to that. But just that remembering how the letting go of the things and the activities and the people is such a, uh, what is it? what is it making space for? What is it making space for? And this is where I think the having a having some, you know, real sense of our intention or of our our, our calling. You know, it's like what is this? What is this space for? Because otherwise, we can be so preoccupied with kind of what we haven't got and l- allowing there to be space where we're not so busy, maybe mind's still busy, but we start to realize that the things that we have been doing and depending on, 
that actually, oh, I'm still here. Oh, um, okay, what is here? Because isn't it so much in our lives we're actually kind of dispersed and proliferated and we're here and there and, you know, very much involved with thinking and going and doing and, and we can lose touch with this sense of, you know, here and, and what, what, is, what is here. And I do, going to, uh, <laughs> I know why this is taking courage to say this, but um, it's about um, letting go of your devices. <laughs> I felt like I wanted to, to take the risk and say something about it, because I haven't done that in this hall before. And I know for some of us, there's no particular problem. We love, we turn it off. You know, we probably get the opposite problem. We can't wait to get rid of it, you know. <laughs> um, uh, and yet this, this, you know, perhaps you will have your own experience of this, you know, coming here and different retreats. You have this, you know, this thing. I was going to bring my, anyway, I didn't. Anyway, this little clock can do, you know, got this thing, got this thing that you've become welded to. You know, sort of, sort of, that it's become your little Linus blanket, you know, or your, your transitional object, or, you know, wonderful, useful tool, wonderful, you know, source of information and entertainment and communication. And then somehow you, like, it's, uh, oh, I can't, it's stuck. Oh, I can't get it out. <laughs> God, no, I'm sorry, it's stuck. I can't, like... God, I really thought I could let go of that. I just and then someone else comes along and tries to take it from you. <laughs> get away from you. Get away from my thing. I, I don't want to let go of that. Um. <laughs> Remember one teacher I heard and you doing this sort of touching on this at the beginning. She said, you know, he was inviting people to surrender their device and put it in the basket or whatever. And, and she said, you can kiss it goodbye for now it's like ooh um, see I've already got quite attached to this clock just by standing sitting here holding it isn't that interesting I can almost feel just a little bit of that momentum of now I don't want to let go of it feels quite nice sort of comforting so now I've got something see it's not impermanent see I've got it <laughs> so um, yeah um I would really, really encourage you to, if this is a bit of an issue for you, to take it as a practice, to, to really honestly inquire um, and um, really give yourself the gift of uh, letting go of it so you can be more wholeheartedly here. And one of the reasons that, as I was reflecting on this over the last few days, I, I think let's see if this makes sense to you. Because it seems more universally applicable with the different things that we get attached to. That um, actually, especially with these devices, because it plugs you into like the whole universe or the world or whatever, that actually by letting go of that, you are um, you've got more access to here, to what's here. Right, so I know that's totally obvious. It's not like very, it's like, yeah, well. But 
that's all I need. Coming here, coming here, it's like especially maybe a first out of a lot of activity and all of it. It can feel very like, well, well, you know, maybe there isn't anything here. So I've got to keep hold of my thing that can help me get me things from elsewhere because there isn't. But almost by holding on to this, it actually prevents me from opening to, from discovering, from reconnecting with, from discovering the richness of, of life, of resource here, available here. Did you see how, and that actually by letting go of it and, and kind of, whoa, you know, it's like, hmm, there's, there's, so there's courage because I think, you know, for all of us in different ways, coming into our own presence is not all pleasant. <laughs> it's not all pleasant. It can be very challenging. Like, I don't want to, I'd rather keep hold of my device. Thank you very much. I'm in here. Um, but I also think that actually that my sense is then if we're not so kind of, you know, like glomming onto other people and things and all of that, you know, activity, then we start to realize, oh, there's this capacity, there are these qualities in my heart, there's equanimity, there's, oh, I've got, you know, and the earth, the earth, there's the floor here. Wow, the floor actually supports my body. Wow, I've forgotten that. And every, all the support that's here, I mean, on a physical level, it's phenomenal. It is phenomenal. When I think about it, I get, get a bit mind blown. Right? This, the support that's here, you know, the, the floor, the air, the space, a comfortable room, food lovingly made, someone to take care of the sewer when it goes boink, bonkers. Um, People read, ready around retreat support staff, you know, available and ready to help with anything and everything. And oh, there's so much here. So it's like an invitation to you, perhaps to all of us. Really, it's not just about. It's it's really what is here, and and not just on a physical level, but in our in our hearts. And this is maybe coming back circling right round to refuge that that sense of always seeking outwardly that we it will prevent us from really coming home to the refuge that's here that's totally portable that's uh, th that can be more and more available and so the simplifying the renun the renunciations the it's in the service of something potentially really wonderful. I mean, I know you kind of, you all know this really, and but I, we need reminding of the really obvious things probably, at least I do. Um, just to maybe encourage us to take a bit of a risk and let go of this or that, to, to bear with, you know, the discomfort of that. So it's okay. There's something really, there's a lot of learning, of empowerment, of of discovery, of strength, strengthening ourselves um, through what we can let go of. And perhaps one of the things we can, the gifts we can really give ourselves as we enter retreat and, and re-enter our practice 
is to let go of, and this is where I think the relinquishment of devices is very supportive, to let go of having to be somebody. You know, that, like, like, ah, oh, just for a time, I don't have to play a role. You know, I don't have to be somebody's this or that. Like, wow, just what a gift, what a gift. I don't have to go anywhere. I don't have to, you know, sort of meet a deadline. I don't, it's like, wow. I don't have to also be, I don't have to be a meditator either. I don't even have to get into that. There's actually some very, very simple, immediate, radical possibility here of of discovering discovering uh, great treasures, isn't it? I sometimes think of it as the treasures under the doorstep that we're continually stepping over, continually missing. It's the treasure, or the treasures available uh, here and now uh, that, we can, that we can taste, that we can, we can learn to enjoy more. When we when we let go and we simplify, so last little mini mini reflection before we finish. Um, so just to recap, so reflection on purpose or what brings you here, refuge, meaning of that for you. Uh, the precepts, support of commitment to non-harming, a silence, and the simplicity, simplifying. And the last, the last thing I wanted to offer, which is that sometimes at the beginning, or maybe every day on a retreat, or whenever, to to and and um, to to have a way of of offering of sharing our practice or of, of mm, dedicating or offering any any anything beneficial that's been cultivated today or anything any any good qualities may they be of benefit to myself and others know offering offering maybe we want to dedicate a retreat or a day to a particular being or group of beings give offering I find I find this this has been for me very uh, very supportive very sort of uh, energizing and uh, empowering kind of way of uh, yeah support to the practice so um, yeah, so that was a bit of a segue into the uh, reflections on the sharing of the blessings. Um, so thank you for your attention and uh, really hope there's been something of some help to you in these reflections and uh, wish you all an extremely, extremely fruitful uh, retreat time or non-retreat time. For those of you who aren't on retreat. So thank you.
Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.